guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to the Arsenio Bug Show. Man, I am so happy to be doing this Instagram TV. Um, oh my god. Guys, we gotta review the decade. Before I even go into that, I'm actually recording this on the Osbo DJ... What is this? This Osbo DJ3. I actually saw this the first time through, um, while I was at the gym. And I was like, oh my god, this would be perfect for me. Now, because I'm still trying to get used to it and everything, I have to, like, twirl it around and whatnot... But nonetheless, man, it, it looks good, and now I can actually hold it and do really good Instagram TVs and whatnot. So, I'm happy I can bring this everywhere. I don't have to bring this big, tall thing that I normally do. But nonetheless, guys, it's a decade in review. 2010 to 2019. You know, I've been seeing this a lot from what I used to be and what I've become. I remember having that first blazer that wasn't even fitted back then. And you guys might see this coming up on a little bit of a short, uh, what is it, a little photo that followed up with my Instagram TV. But to go through these years, I'm going to have to go through this in like nine, like literally nine minutes. But guys, in 2010, I made up in my mind after being in Melbourne, going to the Great Ocean Road, being on St. Kilda Beach, that I would be moving to Australia. Came back home and I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm going to be moving there. And she got teary-eyed while she was in the car after she had picked me up from the airport. After I actually met Evander Holyfield, who's one of the famous boxers of all time out there in America, uh, at LAX Airport. But nonetheless, man, I made up in my mind that I would be moving there, and I was committed as hell. There was nothing else that actually stuck out that year. You know, got my dental assistant certificate, then I became a slave, a part of the slave trade. I was really disrespected by a lot of dentists out there in America, but you know what? It built me up for 2011. Because in 2011, I moved to Australia. And this is when I kicked off my life in its entirety. This is when life began. I met a variety of different people. People from Colombia, people from Mauritius, people from Bulgaria. These are people who I lived with under the same roof. I'm grateful for the entire experience of 2011. You know, I went through a huge breakup with a girlfriend at the time who was from Mauritius. And I was getting ready to go back to America. But then one, a friend that I actually had, a sparing friend, you know, and that ended up going really, blah, 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 but you know what, I'm just grateful for the process because she said, don't give up, come to Sydney. You originally wanted to come to Sydney. You never wanted to move to Melbourne. You didn't like Melbourne. Come to Sydney. And I said, okay. Went there, went through some trials and tribulations, but man, I built up my name, I built up my brand, and all these dental offices, they wanted me to temp at their offices throughout that entire year. So going into 2012, was in Australia for five months. I was living with the Colombians. I learned a lot from individuals and living with different people. And I learned that, you know what, if something went in, I didn't learn this until like, of course, four years later. But when in doubt, check it out. I was getting charged more living at this specific place than, uh, than these two other individuals stayed in one specific room. So I learned a lot about, you know what, Arsenio, don't let people walk over you. Nonetheless, hey, I stepped foot in Thailand. Thai soil! In 2012 for the first time. Japanese soil for the first time ever. That was a beautiful moment. Because that was a country I've always wanted to travel to. I'm over here looking at all this kanji everywhere and hiragana and listening to these accents. Only for seven hours. Seven hours. But I got the most of it. The biggest impact. I was influenced by people when I even stepped foot in Hawaii. When I met this Japanese nurse. The most gorgeous girl I've ever met in my life. And she influenced me to learn Japanese. So I went back home, started learning Japanese, got my job back, 
And then for that next year, I just said, I stay committed, say, you know what, I got to go to Asia. I don't know how, but I'm going to go to Asia. So then come 2013, it was a little bit more difficult, way more difficult. Because I finally got that job, but the job was difficult. You guys already know that story. It was real difficult. But I moved to Asia. There was no going back. There was no more net. See, there was no more balling up in the curl and saying, I quit and saying, Mom, I'm coming back home. No, there is no family back then. Arsenio burned all the bridges. So Arsenio had to fight through everything. And that's what I did for 2013. Hey, that's what people are saying. Hey, you're black. There can't be any black teachers. There's no such thing as a black English teacher. No way, no how. Not at this school. Goodbye. That's when it began. But at that same moment, I started meeting really, really unique individuals. Individuals that lived in Las Vegas. In the south of Thailand, two girls, sisters. And throughout that time, I wasn't really building myself up until 2014. Now, 2014, just like 2017, the end of 2017, and the early 2018, was one of the most difficult years of my life because I applied for 200 jobs and everyone said, no black, no black, no black, no black, no black. Well, I started building myself up. Again, back in 2013, I had the opportunity to go to Malaysia, which was amazing. But in 2014, oh yeah, man. That was the year. That was the year where I started having very, very depressive thoughts, even darker thoughts. I thought I was no longer enough until my friend woke me up that day. He said, God damn it, you need to stop being a bitch. I said, okay, I'm going to stop being a bitch now. So I got a job. Then I got another part-time job. And I said, Arsenio, from here on out, everything's going to be all right. And so I started taking leap of faith. You know, I was living in a really ugly area. And then finally in 2016, or I'm sorry, 2015, I realized I was living in an ugly area. I realized that I had a very, very bad job at that time. A very bad job. Whereas I would lose my voice every day screaming at those kids. For what, Arsenio? For fuck what? So I quit. Went straight into the language center. And then that's when I started developing. You know, there were people saying, you know what? No, you can't teach this. The lady who actually didn't want to employ me. She was like, no, let's not give him this because he's black, okay? The students don't like black teachers. And I started, boy, that's when it, it kept, it, it, you know, it kept coming along, you know? I kept, had to keep fighting over, you know, just fighting for my rights in 2015. But then I finally got a company. Now, this company, again, racially, you know, racially influenced, racially charged, racially motivated. But I said, I'm not going to let that hinder me. I'm not going to let that hinder my success. Throughout that year, it was a lot of tug of war. It was a lot of battle and it was a lot of me just being part of the pity party it was me living in an apartment it was me you know the, these women out here threatening me to kick me and blacklist me from this goddamn country women who work for thai airways out there at the main airport i'm telling you it was wild but that was the beginning of a new me because at the end of 2015 i went into 2016 and that's when everything began to change the podcast was developed i got myself another company I did a huge 300, per, uh, 300 student workshop in terms of towing. Uh, and you, you know, in 2016, going into 2017, I got the SCG, which is one of the main companies out here. I got another bank. Um, I went back to the province that I first had originally started off with at the beginning, which delivered a lot of racial discrimination. I went back there and I said, come on, I can speak time now. I'm going to rip it all up in your asses. I was ready. I was boy, I was ready to just, just go after some of these people. But all of them were just like, oh, they didn't want any. They, they didn't want any. They didn't want that noise. They didn't want that smoke. And I said, Arsenio, you finally overgrown everything. But in 2017, I had to make a decision. 
I was I wasn't getting much for the first eight months. Then I realized I got removed from a company for whatever reason it was. Hey, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Took a leap of faith and came here to Bangkok in this condominium. I found this one and I said, I'm moving here. Why, Arsenio? That voice, that voice. Kept saying, no, Arsenio, just stay at that job. Stay at that job. Everything's going to be all right. Stay at that job. I said, fuck that job. They don't deserve someone like me. Oh, yeah, that was the beginning. That was the beginning. But it was also me being prepared and listening to those tapes and listening to those audio programs that would help me during those trying times, during those times that I really wanted to give up at the beginning of 2018. You know, 2018, I ended up forming wonderful relationships and ended up building a podcast and building another podcast, which is a joint podcast. And I ended up meeting a lot of sociologists and coaches and mentors and people from all around the world. It was a preparation year for this year. This year was the biggest year of my life. Throughout all these years, yes, I went to the Maldives, to Vietnam, the Laos. Uh, I've been to, you know, Indonesia, of course, Bali, beautiful. I've been to Hong Kong, forgettable. Uh, you know, I've been to all of these countries that I've always dreamed of going to. And in each country, I had a lesson. And in saying all of that, people, and having the most successful year of my life of 2019, a decade that started off very bad. You know, me just following the footsteps of all the other Americans. Go to school, go to school, go to school. Fuck school. I said, I got to get out and travel. I might be able to find my purpose somewhere out there. I didn't even know what a purpose was, but I found it. And I found it in racially charged events. I'm not trying to tell all of you out there to go to places where they're just going to be completely unaccepted of you. But I'm telling you that once you do not have that net underneath you and you make know your vitamin, your life will never be the same. Man, I'm your host as always, guys. This is the end of 2019. Over.